Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Man Explained Podcast. I'm your host, Clay Wires, and with me is my other host, Adam Bonomo. Clay, episode 20, here episode we are, be hype. The show, Man Explained, the show where two men explain things to each other. How are you, Adam? Man, I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. Uh, just getting a couple more things together, finishing up all my videos from uh, the last Alternative Attic. Uh, cool. I'm actually scheduling an interview with our old teacher, Amanda Rabinowitz, on WKSU for the Alternative Attic. What? Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, I'm super stoked about it. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. She was one of my favorite teachers. I thought she was yeah, sweet. She's hardcore. She uh, she likes radio. She does. She's so, also really good at it. Yeah, she has a passion. So cool, cool. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know me, doing good. You know, it's been getting dark so early still. I mean, I guess it's winter up in in Ohio, but yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys, I know you guys got like a lot of snow these last couple I, days. I spent two hours today of me going up to my car trying to get it out of this big pile of snow really and i <laughs> i had like one of my neighbors helping me out and mm. i like am like pushing on it like with literal all of my all force, of your like, forces yeah like and then i like, like went at it like yeah. from zero to like 100 real quick yeah and like i have like this 50 year old man and these two like 13 year old kids looking at me yeah and like and one's like fluid motion i like went forward slipped and like oh. smacked my car oh. <laughs> and, like hit my face on my car and like slid down oh it's like there's a face print <laughs> oh it's the worst i was a good i thought this was gonna be like successful i was like man you're like talking about like you know when you're like lifting something heavy and then it's like you just go into like beast mode you're just like, you're like yeah oh, i can't do this you're like i have to do this <sighs> you know i i might have been able i did do it like you know eventually it's just yeah uh, yeah that first initial like Ugh, it just didn't, didn't work out okay. so great wow yeah <laughs> i mean we haven't had any snow i think down here um, yeah you're in texas yeah but it's getting dark so early so it's like 8 30 i'm like man i just want to go to bed you know it's like it's, it's time for yeah. me to go to bed so been sleeping a lot or at least thinking about sleeping a lot i don't know about you know actually sleeping but other than that you know i'm enjoying today i got you know it's a holiday oh yeah uh, bank holiday mlk day you know shouts out shouts out cool guy cool guy great no, certainly cool, cool person so um i should probably uh, you know say more to that but i don't he's a cool guy well i mean he's a, he's a good dude yeah go read some really good, some stuff like, you know you ever heard of that guy Martin Luther King? Obviously. Okay. Okay, cool. Just make sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, should we get into uh, into our first segment, Adam? Yeah, I'm game. All right. The true or false segment where Adam and I ask each other five true or false questions, and whoever gets the most right gets to pick who goes first with their man topic, aka main topic. So, uh... Adam, did you ask me first last week? I think I did. Okay, so I'll I'll ask you first if that's okay. If you're okay with that. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty okay. okay, okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Whatever. Okay. All right. So, Adam, true Play. or false? Number one. 
the New England Patriots will play the St. Louis Rams in the Super Bowl this year. True. False. Uh, I didn't know who won. It's the, well, it is the New England Patriots. Yeah, I knew they won. But the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, you you suck. Playing He's in the Super right. Bowl. They've oh been in a, they've been in LA for like three, two or three years. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> slipping. Okay, right, cool. Right. Okay. True or false? Question two. When Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, Saddam Hussein was still president of Iraq. True or false? I'm gonna say true. That is true. That's, that's how long it was. Yeah, it was the long. My man's been in the game. Yeah, yeah, he's been around Do, for a while. So I can clarify, I'm not rooting for the Patriots. Yeah, me neither. Um, you know, I'm pulling. Just, just to clear my good name. Yeah, yeah. To all those listening. Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff looks like uh, Ryan Gosling. If Ryan Gosling wasn't an actor, yeah, you have no <laughs> idea who Jared Goff is. But if you saw a picture of him, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see that. So, you know. Yeah, that's enough that. reason. That's enough reason to to root for him right there. So, all right, one and one. Question three: True or false? When Tom Brady won his last Super Bowl, so last question was his first Super Bowl. But now I'm asking when he won his last Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The number one song in the United States was "God's Plan" by Drake. Was "God's Plan" by Drake? Yeah. In February. Yeah. She said, do you love me? I told her only part. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a good It was, was, was around for a while, yeah. It was yeah. February, though? I don't know. But I'll say true, because that song was hype. That's false. Um, like, that was a summer song, No, right? No, it was. That was the number one uh, song last February. But last February, Tom Brady lost the Super Bowl. And the Eagles Dude, you are a the turd. <laughs> you are a turd. Listen, man, I don't win these enough, all right? <laughs> it's a little, these are a little cheap. These are some cheap shots. You got multiple aspects. Uh, hey, duh, it's all good. But they're it's already all good. there. I'm, I should have known. I, was, I, was, I made these in mind. It's like, oh, you know, Adam watches football. I forgot you don't really watch football that much, you know? No, I watch a lot of basketball. Yeah, yeah. So I'll... uh. I won't. I won't do this again. But oh, Clay. Yeah. Ask me whatever you want on these. I really don't care. <laughs> no, this is Adam. This is very. This is the most competitive part of the podcast. Polling. Yeah, I mean, polling yeah, shows I'll, our most listened to portion of the podcast is only the true and false. People. Well, people I probably think it's because it's at the beginning. Okay. Well. Yeah. We're still working on that. They're still polling that. Trying to figure out. Anyway. Uh. So you're one and two. You're still not doing bad. Question four, uh, true or false, Tom Brady was 17 years old when the Rams quarterback, Jared Goff, who I mentioned earlier, looks like Ryan Gosling, uh, was born. So Tom Brady was 17 when Jared Goff was born. True or false? Dang. Uh, I'll say true. That is true. That's crazy. It's the biggest gap between the two opposing quarterbacks ever So in the Super Bowl. Uh I think. And then question five, true or false, uh, Super Bowl 53 will take place in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah. 
I actually that's true. That and I true. saw this crazy post earlier that was just like uh Super Bowl 53 taking place and then it named the name of that stadium will be yeah. the closest closest that Matt Ryan will ever get to winning a <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> he played in a Super Bowl. I know. They lost it well, overtime. It, it said since the 28 and 3 incident or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's true. Yeah. Oh man. I saw that. I was like, man, no one needed to do that. To yeah. That, man. that is insane. <laughs> just re- just just remembering that game. Oh. Anyway. It was bad. Yeah. Do you see uh so have you seen any of the controversies with this weekend's game football games? No. So basically the Rams there was a huge uh no call. Uh and I don't want to get too into this because the people who listen to this don't listen to it for expert football analysis. But basically, Saints fans uh, feel gypped because uh, there was a huge pass interference uh, foul that was not called on the Rams. And if it was called, the Saints could have run out the clock uh, by kneeling and then kicked a last-second field goal to win. But they were already tied at this point. So, actually, I think they were ahead. I don't know, something like that. If they're tied or ahead, they were in the, they were like, one penalty away from winning the game straight up, but they didn't get it, and then the Rams came back in overtime. So people have started a petition, Change.org, to uh, replay the game. Uh, I think this weekend, and it's got seventy thousand signatures. That's a bit crazy. Yeah, and it's not going to happen. But like everyone, even the NFL, like all the refs, the ref association are like, oh yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, but there's like other, you know, I don't, don't want to get too far into it. But yeah, it's 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 a controversy. So you know, dang. So pulling for L.A. So <clears throat> same. All right. So you got three and two. I mean, that's pretty I'll good. Take it. Pretty good for a, a guy who's not a football guy. You only, yeah. What can I say? Only really got you with the with the cheap shots. So yeah, I you know. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. So I'm not. I'm really not going to lie to Mm y'all. I did this sure or false thing kind of really late in my preparation for this podcast. So they do not have any correlation with my topic. I mean, mine doesn't either. I just picked this because I watched a lot of football. The capital of North... Clay Wires, first off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's my name. The capital of North Carolina is Winston-Salem. North Carolina is Winston-Salem. False. False. You right. You right. All right, Clay. All right. All right. We move on. Yeah. We move on. The boiling point of water is 221 degrees Fahrenheit. True or false? False. He right. He right. Clay studied up. It's 212. (laughs) All right. All All right, right, Clay. All All right. All right. All right. Tom Hanks did not win best. Uh, uh, excuse me. Tom Hanks did not win best actor Oscar for Forrest Gump. True or false? False. That is false. He did win. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I meant oh, to say true, but I. <laughs> that was but, a heavy hitting year. There was like the summer, the fall of 1994 had like the Shawshank Redemption. Forrest Gump, yeah. Jurassic Park. It was a big year. year. It was a big year for movies. 
Anyway. All right, Clay. What, what's 3-0. All right, all right, here we go. One more. <laughs> all right. Africa is the largest continent in the world, true or false? Africa is the largest continent in the world. Hmm. I'm going to say true. That's false. Oh, is it? That's false. Is it Asia? Yeah. You say as, Actually, you, as you check it? <laughs> I think it is, but I didn't write it down. Largest continent, Asia. Well, that's by population. Are we going by size? It's still Asia. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Asia. It doesn't, yeah, yeah Asia wins. I Okay. It actually makes up 29.32% of Earth's land mass. That's a lot. Yeah. North America only makes up 16%, and Africa makes up 20.32%, South America being 11.94%, Antarctica being 9.19%, Europe being 6.8%, Jeez. and Australia making up 6.03%. Jeez. Yeah. Cool oh. little tidbit of information there. The more you know. All right, all right. <clears throat> Three and one. All right, Clay. You better get this right because otherwise we're tied. Yeah. Morocco is in Europe. True or false? False. You're right. Then. <laughs> It's on the coast of Africa, right? Yep. Yeah, it's very close. All right, all right. I did it, everybody. You so, did it, so you get to choose. Adam. Play. I'm going to ask you to go first, only because I had to go first a lot when you won. Play, <laughs> that's fine. Okay. I, I know the consequences of the okay. truth. All right, all right. I'm not upset. So let's uh, let's hear your man topic. All right, Clay. So I don't know if you still are, but I know for at least a while, both of us were vegans. I yeah, I am. And vegan. I know for some people that's a little off-putting. Yeah. So today I thought I would talk about veganism, the pros, the cons, how to deal with it, and. Why do some people find being why do some people find vegans so annoying? Mm -hmm. Well, okay. now for a lot, a lot of the social stigma stuff I'm going to be basing it off of my own experience as well as some of the articles that I found on this thing called theconversation.com, which mm -hmm. is a place where you go and people just debate. <laughs> really? They just yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Gotcha. Uh so why do some people find vegans so annoying? Well, most Americans think that meat is an important part of a healthy diet. Mm -hmm. The government recommends actually eating two to three portions, and that's about five or six ounces per day of everything from bison, sea bass, and, you know, whenever we used to be, uh, like, in tribes, yeah, and we had to, like, you know, get, like, what, <laughs> like, you and your immediate family and friends needed, mm -hmm. uh... It was challenging to constantly get that type of food. So this was something that we did and it had little to no effect on the actual local environment hmm. of what we were doing and everything. And 
anyway, a lot of people see this as something that we did for a very long portion of our uh, existence as a human. And because of veganism is different than that and says that we, we should stop doing that, uh, it feels threatening mm-hmm. to uh, a lot of people. It takes them outside of a uh, comfort zone mm-hmm. that they would have. Now, people, they respond to this in different, different ways. Uh, but two out of three vegans experience discrimination daily. Yeah. Now this, yeah. this discrimination seems like it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, you know, it's, it's like, technically discrimination, but it's, it could be much worse. It, it could be much worse. It could be much worse. I'm not saying like, you know, but in, in some way they get ridiculed yeah, yeah. for you being a of. vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know, I, I personally, like, you know, yeah. it wasn't daily, but like at Z, you, you even remember at ZTV, <laughs> like it was like, yeah, oh. it was way too frequent. Yeah. One of our, that I had, our friends. had to have a full on argument. Yeah. A couple of people like, in particular. Yeah. Uh, and actually veganism can be hard on a person's sex life as well. Recent research finds that the more someone enjoys eating meat, the less likely they are to swipe right on a vegan. Uh, also, women who find men who are vegan some tend to think that they're less attractive than those who eat meat, as meat eating seems to be associated with masculinity in our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> and I know personally, I went vegan because I found out that animal agriculture was one of the leading causes of climate change. And after I had done all that I I tried like you know to spread like the awareness through 300 through WCIP and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided that I had to become become a vegan because otherwise why would anybody listen to me? And now even man explain like you know what I mean. I've talked about climate change on here, and if people yeah. would hear that, they'd be like, "Yo, what you just say?" Yeah, but you ain't vegan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so although even though, it, but actually before I even went vegan, which is as of like 17 days ago been like three years uh two years before that i tried being vegetarian for a little while uh because of this video that peter handed out at warp tour that mm. had all kinds of like me and a couple of my friends like favorite bands talking about how they were vegan or vegetarian and then it showed the most absolutely disturbing <laughs> videos of how animals are treated in like factory farms and everything mm. and after that, I, I knew I had to at least try something out. I was like, that that actually, like, it showed me specifically uh, how KFC handled their chickens mm. and, like, that captivity, which is disgusting. Yeah. Which is absolutely disgusting. Uh, so, Clay, why did you decide and try to become a vegan? Um, well, partially, like, the, uh, well, this it's, it's is kind of the same reason. It's kind of like the... It's, it's bad for climate change. I think like big factory farms are kind of cool. Like, uh, I, f- I feel like I would probably like, I would eat, I would be cool eating like eggs. If I raised the chickens myself, like my aunt and uncle have yeah. chickens and they live like in a chicken coop and like, they're just, you know, they're chill. They get let out and you know, they're having fun. They're not in like a small box with yeah, air 100%. circulation, but you know, that's not the case with most meat and stuff. So, yeah, I'll, I'll get into that. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> other than that, the other thing was uh, I was trying to, the skinniest I've ever been 
in my adult life is 180 pounds. And I was at almost a year ago. Um, and, but when I was doing that, I was, uh, only, I was like pretty much exclusively eating animal protein. So, you know, I'd have a protein shake. I'd have like eggs for dinner once a week. And then like for lunch, it would just be like chicken or beef or something. And, uh, not many vegetables and like hardly any carbs. So I felt very bad all the time. And if, yeah. after a while, it just kind of felt gross. Like it's like, I'm just eating like, I just feel like greasy and just not, you know, great. And then, uh, I was like, you know what, let's, let's try to be that ripped, but also vegan because I'll eat more vegetables this way. So yeah. Gotcha. It's kind well, of, uh, I probably could have said that in a lot less words, but no, no, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. I, you know, you're preaching your Testament. Yeah. So. Uh, but you know, the issues that you brought up, uh, with the animal agriculture and big factory farming and even like health reasons mm-hmm. are all things that seem to be the case that made a lot of people make the initial transition. Mm-hmm. I found myself that most people do believe that it's a moral thing to avoid animal products, mm-hmm. but when you talk about this to a lot of the general population, it kind of turns into an us versus them thing. Yeah, you're kind of, it's very easy to, or it's very easy for them to feel like uh, we're, we feel like we're, or vegans feel like they're superior. I shouldn't say we, I guess, even though we're both vegan, but. Yeah, we are both vegan. Um, but, you know. We're not, we're not, th- we're not the. <laughs> get off, yeah, it makes pe- people tend to be like, oh, you know, get off your high horse just because you're not contributing yeah. to, you know, something that yeah, is bad. Yeah, some people think that you have like a higher moral high ground and whatever, and they completely wall you off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes like they'll be like, you know, it's dumb. Where do you get your protein? And then after they say whatever, the, it, any argument that you give to them yeah, literally will be totally ignored. And I've seen some people get really aggressive. Yeah. And I had... I had some people like actually like get in my face and it was like, you know, even very rare, like on holidays, I'll go home to my family and it's, it's rare that I don't have to defend how like really? my, my, my like dietary choices. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to, you know, spread a little awareness on all of this and uh, try to talk about some of the reasons why I am and why I think that you should go vegan and some of the reasons why some people say that you shouldn't go vegan. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty much going to be what I what I have for you today. Cool. Uh, so one thing that being a vegan does is it improves your uh, immune system. Also, it, while doing this, it uh, puts you at a much lower risk of getting type two diabetes, cardiovascular disease, hypertension, having strokes, obesity, and some cancers, including prostate and colon cancer. Mm-hmm. which is actually something that I am pretty afraid of being a gluten-free. Uh-huh. I've been, I have celiac disease and yeah, yeah. it uh, builds up. You know, we, we talked about yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we talked about this, but it builds up dead cells in my colon. And mm-hmm. Anyway, having something that says, hey, 
it's one thing that could potentially be a really big like issue to you being like not cured but being kind of like fought a little bit is definitely easing which you know starts off great some of these are major problems in our country like heart heart disease huge problem in our country mm -hmm. and uh there's also this website that i go to a lot uh whenever i'm looking for like a new vegan meal or like looking for more vegan products because sometimes like in this isn't something that happens to like every vegan, but like I just really don't make a whole lot of different meals. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do kind of just make like a bunch of stuff. Uh, if I'm if I'm ever looking for a new recipe or like they they make like a bunch of like articles and everything about veganism, it's called mm -hmm. ilovevegan.com, which you know as I said has a bunch of uh, awesome recipes, news, like products. Like they do have like their own line of stuff and everything. And if you do want to try being a vegan, I highly recommend you check it out. It's where, you know, I said I personally get a bunch of recipes and everything. And anyway, time to get into the pros of being a vegan. I just wanted to. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was, you know, time in our evolution where we needed to eat meat. But, mm. uh, you know, our environment won't be able to support our current level of food production for much longer. Yeah. In 2010, the United Nations released a report encouraging a global move away from animal products. The report states, Impacts from agriculture are expected to increase substantially due to population growth increasing consumption of animal products. Unlike fossil fuels, it is difficult to look for alternatives. People have to eat. A substantial reduction of, of animal products impacts would be only possible with a substantial worldwide diet change away from animal products. Like we, that's the only way that you can address it. Mm -hmm. Like to to address that problem, that's it. Yeah. And this isn't. This specifically isn't from some like you know crazy YouTuber or like some celebrity personality or anything. This is from the United Nations. Yeah. They, th they know uh, a thing or two about <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, breeding, raising, and feeding animals for food is a tremendously inefficient use of our natural resources. Mm -hmm. Animals raised for, food, raised for food production are fed over half of the world's crops. As our population grows, we require more and more agricultural space. 60% of worldwide deforestation results in land being converted for use of agricultural land, much of which is used for grazing cattle. Uh, an estimated 14% of the world's population, and that is over 850,000 people, suffer from, uh, suffer from unnourishment while we continue to waste valuable agricultural land and resources to produce animal products. Mm -hmm. Therefore, obtaining only a fraction of the potential caloric value. Continuing this foolish management of our natural resources is simply not sustainable. <clears throat> now, uh, following a vegan lifestyle contributes to less air pollution as well, and it puts less stress on our natural resources by requiring less land, less fossil fuels, and a substantially less amount of water. As the world's population is expected to reach 9 billion by 2050, the widespread movement towards vegan lifestyle is the most effective way to reduce pressure on our environment and may be absolutely crucial to the survival of our species. Now, 
another big reason why people and this was I would say, we definitely said this was one of both of our reasons why we decided to become vegan was uh, animal welfare. Mm-hmm. Many people identify themselves as animal lovers, yet intentionally or not, this rarely extends to the animals we use for food. There are a lot of misconceptions about how animal products are obtained, and we often turn a blind eye towards inhumane animal uh, animal agriculture practices. Now, animal welfare is an issue that we push to the back of our minds, Mm -hmm. even when it's presented to us in an objective manner. But I'm going to get into a little bit about what factory farming is and why it's so successful. Factory farming exhibits some of the most severe examples of animal cruelty and uh, for food production. Unfortunately, factory farming offers the most competitive prices and it makes the most profit. So it's very difficult in some cases, sometimes impossible, for smaller establishments to survive without adopting similar principles. Mm -hmm. The competition for large corporations have made it extremely difficult for anyone to offer more humane alternatives, as it is simply just not profitable. Factory farming is an absolutely horrifying business that focuses on production and profit. The well-being of animals and workers involved are nearly non-existent, and at the end of the day, it all comes down to money. These conditions that the animals are put in, that the people are put in, are all for the dollar. Mm -hmm. And it's also one of the biggest strains on our world so at what point are we supposed to take a step back and say hey you know this has gotten a bit too out of hand yeah like some people shouldn't be able to sell their stuff for such a low price you know what i mean because like if you're able to get your chicken like let's say like mcdonald's right Mm -hmm. they have a dollar menu Mm -hmm. Now, they could be buying their beef from this person or that person, but they buy it from the one that's substantially lower. Mm -hmm. And I know that you might have to pay a little more because of that, but the well-being of our planet and every every, aspect upwards of the animal to the farmer to... Like the everyday consumer and the overall human species could benefit from a better practice of uh, how we get our meat at least. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the things that people say against a vegan diet, uh, vegan diets are lacking some vi- vital nutrients like omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin B12, and uh, some people say protein. Yeah. A lot of people say protein. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to just talk about how I personally mm. get around those things. Uh, once a day or every other day, depending on how I'm feeling about it, I'll throw, uh, to get my, uh, omega-3 fatty acids, I'll just throw an avocado in like my tofu scramble or I, I put it in my smoothie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had a smoothie Ooh. with avocado Ooh. in it, but it is, it's Ooh. so creamy. Like it makes that. it so... Really? Oh, it mixes very well with protein powder. There's actually a lot of vegan kitchens that make ice cream out of avocados. Really? Yeah, and it is really good. Like, I know Sam has made, uh, like, an avocado mousse for me, like, mm-hmm. two or three times before. And that was good. Yeah? Yeah, it was really good. 
Like if, if you have like a like if you got like chocolate protein powder, get an avocado. Just try it out. I promise you, it tastes delicious. I also like put in my tofu scramble. Uh, you know, I get tofu. I put some turmeric and then some veggies, and mm-hmm. you know, I'll just put at the end put like some avocado in it, kind of give it a nice little like salsa taste. Mm-hmm. And uh, for B twelve, I actually just take a vitamin. Like yeah. <laughs> every yeah, just, other day. That's so what I, I do just, too. You know what I mean? I'm not. I feel like that's really hard to find in places that aren't like fish and stuff. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but just to make sure that I get those essential nutrients because that those are very important uh, for a, you know, normal uh, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. People also say protein is one, but that's one mm-hmm. that simply just not that many people have an issue <laughs> like yeah i get satiating i get uh i'm getting like 150 plus grams of protein a day being vegan a lot from uh i have like a hemp protein shake mm-hmm. uh i make sofritas i have that for lunch with tofu nice. that's pretty good and then um what else and then usually like tofurkey or um soy burgers or there's like a, a wheat sausage I don't think you could eat it because it's like yeah, it's a weak it's got it's got yeah, it's just full of, <laughs> full of gluten, but uh, it's got a lot of protein. So um, yeah, I mean, and like before this, when I was only eating animal products and super skinny, I was getting like less than 100 grams of carbs, and then like 180 ish grams of protein a day, but now I'm getting uh, like 200 grams of carbs and like 150 plus grams of protein i feel a lot less terrible and that's really good i'm cutting down so yeah uh there's a lot of buff people sorry there's a lot of buff people who are vegan now it's getting bodybuilders you know check it out it's inspiring because uh you know everyone's excuses like oh you know i don't want to lose my muscle and they've like never been to the gym (laughs) you know and you're like oh yeah yeah bro uh there's also like a lot of people don't really understand that there's like protein in literally so many different everyday foods that people eat. Yeah, it's kind of like instead of uh, sorry to, to interrupt again. Oh, but, it's all good. But it's like uh, like chicken, like chicken's like all protein. But like you know, if you have a a dish, a vegan dish, is like a variety of different ingredients, you'll get like you know, fifty grams of protein and like forty grams of carbs or something so i usually i just prioritize protein still like i did before but everything i eat now has carbs as well and then fat just happens i don't really have to try to get the the fat yeah it's, it's not it's like everywhere. you know you, you got like, you it's know, everywhere the almonds ve- like yeah uh <laughs> vegan, the avocado the vegan foods a lot of vegan foods have like a little bit of everything so yeah broccoli yeah Tofu, beans, and I know tofu is really not that common for people that aren't vegetarian or vegan. Yeah, it's good. Sa- it's pretty. Sa- you, know, you can do you whatever can you want. Yeah, you can do Plus, whatever you want with it. There's so many meat substitutes out there. There really are. Yeah. And do you have uh? There's no Freebirds in Akron, is there? Freebirds burrito. Oh man, no. I went there. They have a Beyond Meat. Uh, sofritas. It's made with like pea protein. One thing I found is. When you look up the ingredients for a vegan dish that you're not, you're like, oh, how do they make, you know, Beyond Meat? What is that? It's like, oh, that seems like weird. But then you taste it, you're like, oh, that's pretty good. It's like, yeah, 
uh, pea protein and like different other stuff. But it tastes yeah, I tastes pretty love good. Love Beyond Meat. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. They actually just partnered with Carl's Jr. Really? Yeah. Ooh. They're gonna be making some burgers for them. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, dang. Yeah. Carl's Jr.'s out here, like, hey. Yeah, stepping up. We're trying to we're trying to exist in 2019. We're trying to corner the market, yeah. Plus, I eat like Cliff Bars. Yeah. And that's like 10 grams right there, and that's like also not just carbs again. That's like car that and not just protein. It's like carbs. It's yeah. A bunch of vitamins, everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, I was just trying to shed some light yeah. on all this. Yeah. Try to, you know, Con- sh- give, convert. Give everyone. Convert yeah, people. You know. You know, when the United Nations releases a statement, I usually talk about it. Yeah. I think it's, you know, even if you're like completely, you're like, oh, I could never live without vegan. Like, uh, I've talked to it to like my coworkers and uh, they've been pretty like open about it. They're not, you know, most of them don't make fun of me, but uh, they're like, oh, you know, like maybe I'll try doing it like once a week or like, you know, twice a week, be vegan for a day or. And that's, yeah, I think like even, you know, just try it. If you don't think it's, you know, you don't think you could fully commit, you know, doing a little bit helps. I think that's what Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger advocates. He's like, oh, you know, don't eat meat two days a week. And that's what he does. Um, yeah. That's, so. That was something that was brought over it, and it's associated as a Western diet, having meat with every single meal yeah, that it, you eat. And it really, like... uh the like the meat industry as we know it didn't really start to exist until like after world war ii like having uh chicken for dinner was like a like a like oh we're pulling out the big stops tonight like oh what a special occasion (laughs) we got some chicken for dinner tonight um and then after world war ii it was just like hey you know what let's just let's just go beast mode on producing i'm I'm producing yeah i'm producing meat (laughs) then they had like all those weird recipes in like magazines with like meat gelatin you ever look in like a cookbook from like the 50s it's horrible i must have missed it it's a nightmare it's nightmare fuel don't do it all right so that's when i think that was when meatloaf was invented and that's like one of the only things that stuck through don't don't look that up nobody looked that up it's true maybe i don't know <laughs> all right yeah but i tell you what vegan food it's pretty good i had some vegan queso actually two days in a row i tried two different places vegan queso and it's yeah. just like cashews soaked and then like blended with yeah like i've had that different stuff in it um it's it's not queso as it's queso as is yeah it's not as creamy as normal queso but you're like hey you know what this is like Someone gave this to me at a party and was like, oh, yeah, it's this, called it some random name that had no meaning to me. And I tried it. I'd be like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. So like uh, yeah, that is also another thing I recommend whenever you do try these new foods. Uh, people will say that something tastes like, you know, just like chicken or something. And this would be saying it's going to taste a little different than yeah. what you're expecting. So, you know, don't expect it to taste exactly, exactly the same like. because then you'll be like, oh, I taste the difference and yeah. I cannot deal with it. Yeah. You know, you could just be like, yeah. Just give it a try. This you know? is something different, but it's similar to this. Yeah. I like to bully people by, by if they don't want to try something that's vegan. I'm like, oh, are you afraid of plants? Afraid of, some, <laughs> afraid of eating some plants? Your pansy? All right. All right. We should probably move on before we just start 
and just start bullying people. Yes. Like, all right. Uh, but what do you got for me, Clay? All right. Well, Adam, there's this thing that's been going on. Uh, as of uh, the day this will go out, it's been uh, day 31 of the partial government shutdown. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's, yes, I have. It's been in the news a little bit, you know, just a little bit. Now, uh, I know what you're what you're thinking. Hey, Clay, government shutdown. If the government is shut down, then why does the president still have to go to work every day? That's exactly That's what, I was what you've been thinking this entire time. <laughs> in the last 31 days. Why does he got to keep working, but all these other bozos aren't? Well, let me tell you. So, first off, I want to talk about, you know, how does a government shutdown happen? You know, normally when governments shut down, they don't really come back. You know, if you look at um, the king guy in, in Russia and the rise of communism there, the king never really came back. If you look at, you know, France and their king, you know, he didn't really come back. The Ottoman Empire, they shut down for a little bit and then they never came back. Um, so, so what's going on here? Well. Every year, uh, Congress has to pass bills uh, approving federal funds for specific government departments, agencies, and programs. So, uh, for whatever reason, I couldn't figure out why, they only do it one year in ahead. So, they're like, all right, you know what? Uh, you guys get this much money for a year. Have fun. And they're not like, you know what, you guys just get this money money every year and then we'll figure out if you need more or less as we go. But you're going to keep money. Uh, that To me, that seems like it'd be a better plan, but they don't do that. Anyway, um, they approve these appropriation bills and they usually don't do the entire government at once. They're like, all right, you know, what? we're going to give the army this much money. We're going to give the Navy this much money. We're going to give, uh, you know, this organization this much money. And like everyone's like, all right, yeah, sounds good. They pass it. Uh, but then there's other stuff, other agencies that are like more controversial are, are, or, you know, people have different thoughts on how much money they should have. They kind of lump those together uh, sometimes and uh, they debate it. And if they can't pass a bill by the deadline, uh, then the government gets shut down and they'll, they can either give it give them funding for the whole year or they can be like all right you know what we're going to give you extend your funding for three months so we've got three more months to figure out a solution to this problem so anyway this is the second year in a row that we've had a partial government shutdown because of uh uh they haven't passed a bill and uh we're on day 30 and the previous or day 31 by the time this comes out and the previous longest shutdown was only 21 days so you know how did we get here well let's breeze through it it's a lot of drama and it really it's tiring to just talk about um but december 2018 uh republican party has a majority in the senate the house and you know also the president he's he's a republican guy and uh senate passed a bill that did not have uh funding for a wall along the mexican border uh, and it looks like, hey, we're going to be good. The House is going to approve it. And the President's going to approve it. And then uh, the President started getting criticized by right-wing media outlets uh, for backing down in his campaign progress to build the wall. You know, it was a big, big thing for them. 
Uh, so he's like, hey, you know what? I'm not signing any bill unless it's going to have a wall. Uh, so the house yeah. is like, all right, Senate, we see you, but we're going to add funding to the wall to the bill and then vote and pass it. Uh, but people in the Senate, even with the Republican majority, are like, this is stupid. We're not doing this. So that is when the shutdown started. Uh, then they didn't really do anything over like Christmas break. Cause I went home and uh, January 3rd rolls around and uh, the house now has a democratic majority instead of Republican and the house approves a bill with no wall funding, uh, but puts forth $1.3 billion for border security, but not for a wall. And uh, uh, Trump says no. And he wants to claim responsibility for the shutdown. So since like, you know what, we're not, we're not even going to vote for this. So since then, it's been a lot of uh, back and forth, uh, you know, Donald Trump arguing for the wall and uh, the Democratic House saying, uh, no, that's a bad idea. It's a waste of money. We're not going to do it. Now, there's been like meetings on the on January 4th, January 9th uh, with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Uh and Donald Trump and uh you know haven't really gotten anywhere that was like what that was over two weeks ago almost for the fourth then on the 19th Trump proposed uh temporarily extending two programs that protect unauthorized immigrants uh from deportation in exchange for funding the wall so like the one is uh temporary protected status which protects people who cannot be deported because their home countries are at war which personally I think is like a probably a good good program, but there's it's not yeah. a, it's not a permanent program like maybe it should be. I don't know. Um, you know I'm not a politician, but uh, I don't want to get political as I'm talking about politics. But uh, the other one was uh, DACA or Dreamers, which protects people who were brought here as a child. You know, if you were two years old and brought to America, uh, personally I think you should have a an option to getting citizenship. Yeah, but. You know, some people disagree. Um, Acclimated in our culture, America's all they know. They have never spoken, you know, Spanish or or whatever any any, any other language, language other than English. Even if they did, like you know, they speak English right, like you know, they speak yeah. like, fluently. Like it's like yeah, they live in American society. Yeah. Um, so other drama, you know, President Trump has threatened to declare a national emergency to force the military to build the wall. Uh, which, uh, if that would happen, people would go nuts. People would be real mad. Um, there's been the State of the Union thing where uh, yeah. Nancy Pelosi suggested that the State of the Union be delayed until after the shutdown or delivered by letter, which is how it's been done in the past during shutdowns. And then Trump was like, uh, nah, uh, but you're not flying to overseas to visit the troops using a military plane like you plan to do. Uh, so it's very tiring. Um, so all that stuff's been going on. All this drama, peak peak uh, drama. If you watch, you know, CNN or MSNBC, it's all they're talking about. Meanwhile, uh, eight hundred thousand out of a total two point one million civilian non-postal federal employees are affected, uh, and yeah. they are not being paid. Uh, so here are some examples of the people affected by the shutdown who are either working without pay or have been instructed to stay home and are not being paid. 
So you got some FBI agents, uh, federal corrections officers, FDA food inspectors. I don't know what those guys do. NASA employees. I know that one hits hard for you. It does. Adam. Uh, TSA staff, Border Patrol staff, Census staff, National Park Service staff, the Coast Guard, uh, Federal Aviation Administration, air traffic controllers. So, you know, it's a real bad time for national parks, you know, airports, um, and people are unable to pay their rent because of, uh, or mortgage because of the shutdown. And it's, it's not great. Um, here's one thing, uh, the United States Coast Guard sent out official documentation to, like to help employees who like can't pay their bills and afford food, uh, suggesting that they have a garage sale, uh, offer to watch children walk pets or house it while they are ordered to stay home. That's um, despicable. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. You know, Sell all your stuff. Sell your stuff, you know. Um, now, the government has passed a bill saying that employees that aren't being paid will be paid once the government reopens. And it's kind of funny because, like, this bill, this bill was passed by the Senate on like the 10th and then by the 16th uh it had gone through the house and donald trump had signed it so like you know this shutdown can end pretty quick if people want it to but people don't um so as of right now uh if the shutdown continues through march which donald trump has said that he's fine with keeping it shut down for months or years and, which uh, is crazy he's totally owning it he's like yeah that's right. I'm shutting the government down. Um, if it continues through March, which is only, and that's still be a while away, but uh, foods f- uh, funds for food stamps will be exhausted, uh, which means 38 million Americans who rely on food stamps for food security uh, will not have that. Um, and so the shutdown is also causing a delay in the issuance of. 140 billion dollars in tax returns from the IRS. Yeah, so currently the IRS is only working at uh, 60% staff, and 50% of that staff is working without pay, uh, which is not great. Also, the FDA is currently only doing vital food inspections, uh, so they're only checking the things most at risk to have, you know, spread E. coli and salmonella and stuff, uh, which is great to hear. Um, you know, as someone who didn't ask for a government shutdown and yeah and stuff. So and that's only directly affecting you and yeah. everyone else that's an yeah. American civ- yeah. uh, civilian. So uh, you know, that's just a little bit about the government shutdown. Just a real quick real quick run through. Uh nothing too crazy, so it's tiring and I think it, it should stop. And uh yeah. Yeah, 100% totally agree. Uh, so, it's yeah. it's crazy that we have some people out here working for free. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, if, if I was – if I had my standard of living where I, I substantially would suffer if I went without like one or two paychecks. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like if I was put in that situation right now, I wouldn't be able to pay rent. I wouldn't be able to buy groceries. I w- yeah. I don't even know how I would get by. Like to be completely honest with you, I don't even know how I would be able to function. 
I saw an article today of a couple who have a young child and they're both federal employees who are not being paid and they have resorted to only buying Soylent to drink so that they can afford baby formula for their child. That's crazy. And like the the Soylent name comes from like a silent or a, a science fiction trope of like in the future people will be so poor that they only can eat one thing that provides like all their nutrients, kind of like Soylent. Yeah. It's kind of like oh, 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 oh. so it's not good. Uh, yeah. You know, I know uh, President Donald J. Trump is listening to this right now, and uh, Mr. Trump, I just want to say, uh, you know pay them pay those guys so the federal Please employees pay them. reopen the government and uh yeah and then just work do, make this something that you're shooting for in 2020 or whatever <laughs> like you know what i mean give it up for right now yeah um yeah so that's that well just a little bit of information on the federal shutdown if you need your weekly pick me up on how uh how things are going so Adam, it's time for our clip of the week. Yeah. Uh, you're going to... There we go. All right. We got yours. Let me so see. So for this one, I just want you to watch the first one. Like, after he replies to how this first contestant goes, okay. after that, we'll just cut it. All right. All right. Three, two, one, go. Let's start with T. Bring this down. Thank you. Everybody else, slide down. Describe the dish. I have a uh, chickpea dumpling. It's in a very light fennel broth. And then I have a uh, ginger butter tofu. I'm feeling the pressure right now. I put my all into this one dish. Gee. Tofu, I've never been a big fennel. Up until now. Ooh. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's it. Boom. Tofu, I've been a big fan. Until now. That's Until tofu. now. Tofu Tofu's pretty much goes with anything. So, you know, I got to tell you, mine is not that funny. Uh, so, bring this up. This is, uh, someone saw this on Fox News, and uh, it's just absurd to me. Okay. So, it's an ad for Fox News. So, this is a commercial play. So, three, Ready? Yeah, three, two, one, go. What about your hearing? Nick Bolton here with the latest and smallest tactical innovation for Bell & Howell. We call it the TAC Amplifier. Place the TAC Amplifier in your ear for enhanced hearing like you've never experienced before. You can dial it all the way up. So that's a tactical hearing aid. That's crazy. Why yeah. would anyone need that? I don't know. Old people would need it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a hearing aid. I shouldn't like... make fun of the old people, the elderly. No, them. I mean, but this isn't for them. This is for just tactical. People. This is like, I mean, like, part of me has thought about like, uh, you know, why, why don't, why isn't there more of this? Like, why don't people have um, binoculars always on their eyes? Or like, like you know, like this is something I noticed as a guy who had to wear glasses for many years. You can use a in a, in a pinch. Hey, if you, Adam, if you ever need glasses, if you're ever in a pinch. Just uh, op take your phone out, open up the camera, and then if you need to see something, point your camera at it, and then bring the phone as close because I was far, I couldn't see far away. You just look, you can look through your phone, and you'll see stuff. So why don't they have that for like your eyes? Like you just 
screens over your eyes and then like cameras and then and then these uh tactical hearing aids are like the same thing but for your ears that's a billion dollar industry that's all i'm gonna say now i will say they they as soon as they turn on the tactical hearing aids all you hear is just buzzing yeah you hear like a little <laughs> bit of birds it's just like which is probably very pleasant for our listeners to hear me hissing into the microphone. I thought you did a good job. Thanks. Yeah. I just love to, I would just love to get a pair of those and just hear nothing because it's so loud and just, you know. Everything. Yeah, see, thing is, we can certainly hear up to like a certain. Yeah. You know, so. Amount of things. Like once there's so many things that you hear, it's like, you can't okay, really, well. can't really divide the noise. It's just like generating noise. So let's say you wanted to wear these in like a public place, yeah, and like try to spy on someone, like you just hear you hear everybody shoes like, squeaking, <laughs> yeah, you hear so, everybody doing everything. So like, uh, if you guys are interested, it's www.buytacamp.com. That's T A C. Uh, I've already got ten pairs on the way, so buy one from Clay. He's buy one doing from... to make his money back. <laughs> So that's that. That's the clip of the week. Uh, if you like this episode, if you like this podcast in general, you know, hey, feel free to to like it. Uh, you can send us an email at mansplainpodcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. You can tweet us, tweet at us at man underscore uh, explain. Uh, you know, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Thank you for listening. So we really appreciate it. It's fun. Yeah. Always appreciate it. Uh, Y'all have a great day. Yeah. So, all right. Well, bye.